When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. I'm Syke, and welcome to Ace Podcast Nation on the channel. And you can find interviews, podcasts, and content on all sorts of subjects, mental health, football, wrestling, MMA, Films and TV, music, and more. We've got our popular series, Unscripted and Uncensored, where we have people from all walks of life uh, to answer the questions of the people, which is always a lot of fun. We've had uh, people from UFC, Cage Warriors, footballers, actors, you name it, we've had it. We recently had UK indie band The Crooks join us for a chat, and they played us out with a single where you won't find many other podcasts having live music, let me tell you. Uh, and we had a good feedback from that. People were very, uh, very happy. So I'm working on trying to get some more bands to, uh, to talk to. Uh, last week, we dropped a new episode of our combat sports show, which is the Danny Batten MMA show, which is now pretty much weekly because there's so much MMA going on. Uh, last week, we talked about Wilder and Fury, UFC Auckland in detail. And we also touched on Bellator Dublin, Bellator 240. Uh, Cody Cody Davis's fight with Umar Sadiq and uh, and Danny answered your questions. Obviously, Danny, being a former Cage Warriors featherweight champion, uh, has got a, a unique insight into you know mixed martial arts, boxing, striking, jujitsu, and the like. Uh, every Monday, seven pm, the Andy Campbell Championship Show uh, is seven pm live Facebook and YouTube channel. Uh, former Premier League and Championship striker Andy Campbell providing the insight on that show as we. Uh, break down all the championship games but we also discuss the biggest stories from the football world as well and because it's live it's always fun as we interact with you lovely people 
And uh, just lastly, the last plug, which we'll go through before we meet our guest today. Uh, on Friday, I dropped the first episode of our new series, which is called My Story, where we take different, uh, currently just sports stars, through their career, and they share memories and anecdotes throughout, uh, which is a lot of fun. The The first episode was with former cricket, uh, former England cricketer, Chris Lewis, who has got a very interesting story from his childhood, uh, moving over to England from the Caribbean, obviously playing for England. He had a stint in prison, then he made a comeback. It's uh, it a really interesting show. Uh, and episode two is going to drop next week with uh, former Cardiff City and Wales international, Reese Weston. So... Uh, today, I'm having a chat with a stand-up comic, MMA medic, and uh, affectionately known as the, the Doctor, Mr. Barry Phillips. Welcome, my friend. How are you? Thank you, Sai. Cheers, Pleasure to be on. First of all, can I just say cheers, big Alan Jones, for sorting this out. I know he uh, gives you all, I uh, see the flag behind you, and your T-shirts, which I am yet to get hold of, but I'm soon my silver tongue will get hold of a couple. Yeah. Big shout-out, Al. Thank you, buddy. You know, you're a proper... Uh, supporter of the show and say thank you for inviting me on that pleasure no it's my my pleasure all mine mate and uh, like yeah like you say alan he's uh he's a big supporter of the show away day apparel sponsor the whole channel really at the moment and uh, he does he helps me get, get guests as well yeah he, uh, he's always sent me a lot a lot of different guests from all walks of life from yourself to some footballers and Derek brazil a couple of others fighters yeah he's a top man Sitting on the ground this week, you to have me. No, no, no I, I, I say this to everyone. No, I'll, I'll speak to anyone. Like, I find people's stories interesting. And um, when Alan said to me, like he said, oh, he's, you know, he's done MMA shows as a medic, and he's done stand-up comedy, and he's, uh, he's a good crack. So that's good enough for me, mate. I'm happy to chat to anyone. And uh, so, yeah. just for the people perhaps who are not, you know, familiar with uh, with you. I know you've got a you've got a you've got a good following actually. I guess I can tell that just by when I've posted about you coming on, like people are asking about it and people are telling you, like you know, send me the link when it comes up. And yeah. Stuff. So people are you know your friends and uh, people who are aware of you obviously know. And I see you um, interacting on Facebook with all the, the the Welsh MMA guys like Jack Shaw and Oban and all, all them guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, so for the people, go on. Not busy, just on a school run this morning, take my kids to school. It was just, when's this podcast going out? We've seen you put mm -hmm. a post on everything. I said, well, I'm doing it this morning. It's going out, um, I believe, next week. Um, yeah, it's not going to be live. It was like, oh, we want to watch it. I said, well, yeah, mm -hmm. everyone got the opportunity to watch it. Just uh, link in. Be patient. Yeah, be, be patient. patient. Best things come to those who wait, Sai, you know? That's right, yeah. And uh, when you do watch it, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel as we're uh, we're doing our best to keep growing. Nearly, nearly a year old, and uh, just this past Monday, as this goes out, we'll have done our hundred and fiftieth show overall, which is kind of cool to have done that in such a short space of time. So, just for the people who are not familiar with you, uh, tell your story. Like you know, obviously. You, you do some stand-up comedy and you've done MMA yeah, I am really and, uh, done, medics and stuff. Yeah, I am really done stand-up for a little bit, but uh, I am trying to plan one more show to get it out the way. i got three young children at the moment, so say at the moment. Um, I know I've been them all. Um, <laughs> yeah, basically, the stand-up started. Um, my mother and father were um, doing decorating in the, front, in the front room. So we moved all the crap into the dining room. 
and I borrowed a Chevy Brown tape of someone in school. So I put it on, and um, everyone down Penalta Rugby Club, Fairwater Rugby Club. I was the doctor there for a few years. Yeah. Um, yeah, they all know the long song that goes on, 12 Days of Christmas is called by Chubby Brown. And basically, I listened to that once, and I knocked it off. Of course, with the old cassettes, you had to rewind it, not like DVDs, you get back the way you want it. Um, and I listened to it again, and I sang it, and I knew it all. And that's all I could do. It was a massive thud next door. My old man fell off a ladder, and he was covered in paint. He was absolutely pissing himself laughing. I said, Dad, do you want it? He said, yeah, you've got to get on stage. He said, if you can learn all that, just listen to it twice, you've got to get on stage. So that's what I did. I done my first stand-up show when I was 15. It was actually in a rapper DJ's thing, and, <laughs> and he's going to eat me for this, but more people came to see me than what actually went to see the, I'm not going to say his name, um, but yeah, he was allowed, obviously allowed to smoke in pubs then. I was yeah. messing about with the lighter because I was so nervous and everything. Nearly set my trousers and my bollocks on fire. Um, <laughs> it was just uh, some of the, st- the stand-up stories we'll get into as we go through. Like, But um, yeah, I've had some great fun. Met some awesome people. Friends for life. Same as what sport does. And just quickly, Sledge, Glenn Williams from Nails. Told the way do it, buddy. There he is. Is <laughs> the walkout top, which I'll it's, get um... on to again later. Like fifteen, like I got my oldest boy's fifteen, um, and like fifteen's young, isn't it, to do like yeah, a yeah. stand up in front of people and do like a a stand up comedy bit. It's yeah. got to be, it must have been quite daunting. But then I, I guess like even from doing like podcasts and I, especially the, the like the live ones, the first couple I was nervous and I was like, oh, I'm not look really anxious before it. Mm. But then. I think once you've done a couple, you kind of just get into the flow of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You get used to it. What was that first one like? Were you like proper? Uh, I, I tell you what, you, you ask my, even now, right? I'm nearly 43 now. Even now, I still, my wife hates the build up to a show. The, the week I'm walking around the garden, I'm just, it's it's the same as um, what, what Shaky done in his um in his program where he put an under, all right, Shake's bite. And that was, um, what he just said that everyone only sees the 15 minutes in the cage when he was doing the um, thing with before Jack fought uh, Conman Dale in Newport. And um, yeah, that's all people see is the hour or so of, of, of nonsense you talk on the stage. They don't see the six, seven, eight, and believe it or not, eight to nine months it takes to redo a new set. Um, they don't see you can't sleep in the night. It's, it's just crazy. It is just mad just for one hour of talking nonsense to make people laugh. But it's that laugh is the best drug in the world. You'll just never, ever, ever be there. It's the same as like, I don't know, and not so much MMA, anything, any big performer, if you're on the stage and you get in there, <clears throat> me, and you get in the reactions you want, it makes it all worthwhile. <clears throat> it just oh, makes yeah. all that. It's, um, well, funny enough, like, do you mention that? Like, <clears throat> like, we did a live show Monday with for the football and then um, like, during the show and straight after people were like texting me and, and messaging me or whatever on like Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And, and they were saying, Oh, that's, that's the best one yet. And that, that was really good. It was, that was a lot of fun. It's, you know, best yeah, yeah. podcast, all this. And like that, like it gives you a lift and it's, 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 oh, like, yeah, it's like, nef- it's like nothing, nothing else I think in life because I like, I'm not used to it because I would like say, I've barely been doing this a year and then, you know, it's grown massively 
more than I thought it was going to in this short space of time. But like, it's those comments and the the stuff the yeah the stuff that, you get that, like it's unbelievable. That's what keeps that's what keeps you going. And yeah. and when when you get up in the morning and you think, oh my god, I really can't be bothered to do this. And then you look at your phone and you go, oh, last night's show was awesome. I said, but like you said, that's the best one you've done. And you, you know, everyone's buying you drinks and you just feel, you do feel like a superhero for a couple of hours. And that spurs you on to do the next one and then the next one and the next one. And then you get to my age and you think, fuck it, I can't do no more because I haven't got the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, um, that's the way it is. And if I'm um, honestly you now, if you could see what I am like on the day of a show, it's Unreal. Good mate of mine, Andrew DeCorny. All right, Sam. He um he used to come into the back room when we was doing all the local pubs, rugby clubs, and everything. And he grabbed hold of me and he just say, "Just perform, don't entertain." And then words have stuck with me since I really started. And you know, I think, and it's just four words, but I'm thinking, yeah, they got a bit of meaning to them because if you try and you know express yourself to something that you're really not, you're gonna mess it up. And yeah, <clears throat> like. A lot of people say to me, you know, um, a lot of people don't like Chubby Brown. I, I personally think he's brilliant. And, but I never say that a stand-up comic is rubbish because how can someone fill venues all over Britain for 40 years and be crap? Yeah, it's just it's it. not their cup of tea. There's certain comedians out there that, um, that I'm not a fan of, but I never say they're rubbish because they are good at what they do and their style of delivery and what they... Um, possessed to um you know the, the way that they do it like yeah and the thing is everyone's got a different sense of humor and they and like um like I, i'm a big fan like stand-up comedy generally i like yeah, yeah. most comics like but i like like chubby brown i like frankie boyle i like jimmy carr like i like that like yeah, kind yeah. of dark humor because mm. i feel like it like with all the shit going on in the world yeah yeah like if you can't if you can't laugh at stuff then what you got really like you're just constantly this bombarded is, with negativity on the news. You get exactly. It's not news anymore. It's no. Screw it. I can't watch it. And you get yeah, people moaning in like the workplace and stuff. Oh, and I'm like, fucking really. Mm-hmm. You know, just. It is, yeah, that's uh, what. That's what can I, I like just comedy. give a shout out to my workmates yeah, as well? Carry on. Yeah, Art training co. CSCS training. Do every type of construction training. Steve. You think I'm good looking today, Sam? Mm-hmm. Wait till tomorrow. Chris, Calf, Sarah, and Pricey, big shout out to you. Pleasure work. I told you I'd give you a shout, see? But um, yeah, listen up next week and I'll just wait for the abuse when I come back. <laughs> <laughs> All like, sons. Go on, sorry. Yeah, no, you're right. I, like, I, the way I look at it is like, and people get sometimes they get offended with like stuff like Frankie Boyle uh, says or, thing, or like yeah. Jimmy Carr. But what I the way I look at it is, is you've got to take it in a bubble that of course you it's are. a joke. It's a joke. It's not you know. Frank, yeah. Frankie Boyle doesn't going up really to say, think You are not those going things. up to someone. You are not going up to someone and personally saying it in an aggressive manner yeah. to them to to specifically offend. I've had loads of people walk up to my shows. You? And to be honest, yeah. And to be honest with you, I. I can't say what I said on the one uh, thing because I it'll just cause absolute uproar. But <laughs> it was <clears throat> I'd love to, don't get me wrong. But um, yeah, I've had people walk out. I've been called different things. I've had beer chucked all over me, which was good because I opened my mouth and had a free pie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've been called all sorts of things, you know. But 
the, the good just, outweigh the bad then in that i'm a yeah. massive fan of comedy in general i love only fools and horses i think that is superb when john sullivan's there. a master class at the comedy of Frida's impact massive fan of that me and my mate phil powell just talk rubbish all the time mm -hmm. now we've got on to grand slam with mog and eat that off man and windsor davis again all these people old school again and yeah. they, it seems to think that we pay our television privileges now to watch uk gold and things that were on 20 30 40 years ago well that's the thing um, the thing is like the only I don't watch it. I was thinking about this the other day. I don't watch any TV. I don't watch any live TV at all. Um, mm. And I actually was thinking, yeah. why do I pay? Why do I pay a TV license? Because no one in my house watches live TV. Yeah. The kids watch Netflix or Amazon. Netflix. Yeah, yeah. And like I watch the only live I watch live like football or boxing or MMA. Yeah, yeah. And half time I don't even watch that live. I watch it after the fact. But like like tv the tv on like bbc and itv and it's shit the comedy yeah that like the sitcoms the generally i find oh, really shit, shit. It's the, in fact the first like comedy sitcom i watched probably i would say in about six years was gavin and stacy at christmas time and i gotta say that's I, I find that good i don't know whether it's because yeah. it's set so close to home that i kind of like it i gives thought you it was, like a warm feeling i thought it was very predictable yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. It was good, my personal point of view. Um, I thought it was quite predictable, but I, I did enjoy it. I didn't watch it for a couple of days. After yeah, I didn't Christmas watch it. Day, you know, with the, uh, I fell asleep when he was on live, like too mm -hmm. many sprouts, nothing to do with the booze. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I enjoy it. Friday night dinner, my boys watch on now and again. I yeah, that's that not too bad. That's sort of uh, acceptable. In between us, absolutely love that. Yeah, that's how romantic I was. I took my wife to watch the In Between Us movie in the cinema. Ah, there you go. Yeah, it's and it was pitch comedy. black. Yeah, it's pitch black. I had my big stone island coat on, and um, I cracked it. Um, <clears throat> I was at Dirty Sanchez. I was another one of my um romantic uh, ventures out there. <laughs> yeah, it was class. Yeah, so I had this, and I cracked the can of. Oh, so long ago it was. I cracked the can of breaker open in the cinema. <laughs> and, uh, and she went, can you believe this? Someone drinking it. I said, oh, it's, I think it's disgusting. <clears throat> and then at the, at the end of the film, <laughs> it was eight empty cans of breaking underneath my seat. I said, oh, look, <laughs> they've been chucking them under my seat. <laughs> <laughs> Pissed up, walking through the house, looking class. Oh, I had a full sleep. These days, Jesus. Oh, I'd, have, I'd be asleep in the dark. Yeah, I'm the same. Cans. Yeah. I'm the same now, but I'm the same. But yeah, but um, yeah, comedy is, a, we need someone to grab it by the, Grab it by the nuts and get a good get a good series going again. You'll never replace yeah. the old ones, but um, no. Yeah. But I just think the problem is now as well. Just like you watch like Only Fools and Horses sometimes on UK Gold, and they've cut out stuff, yeah, yeah because yeah, it yeah. won't fly. And there's like yeah. they um, what was this? There was I can't remember. What Yesterday show. is a big channel for our mind. Yesterday mm. they um they they screen like Alfreda's in pet and um all the best bits and everything if you if you don't want to show the swearing don't show them in the day and yeah, then um, it's you know like um i got my mates i was gareth gareth thought my son is um and he had the box set of rising damp like but you, you'll never mm -hmm. be able to show stuff like that now no. it's just i'm getting bombarded by the old sun by that they oh, um because oh. they were on about and i was like bringing... tyson fury yeah, when I yeah no. <laughs> moving like a champ they yeah. um, they were on about like bringing back Little Britain, 
and I was looking at that, like, Ooh. and I don't just say, don't think don't it, say I don't I think like it him, but, um, No, no, no. Yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> I don't. I just don't think that'll fly these days. I think people no. will complain, and and it's unfortunate because it should you should take it for what it is instead of, of being on, everyone's quick to like jump and be offended and yeah. oh, even no, complained no. about that song. Oh, I know. See, didn't they? That's, that's, yeah. that's my end. But like <laughs> the thing is, right. The way I look at it, the, the thing which annoys me, right, is if someone's genuinely offended because yeah. it offends them, that's yeah. fine. But yeah. I, I I can't be having these people who get offended on behalf of other people. And those other people aren't actually offended, yeah, but yeah. other people are offended from. And it's just like, well, let those yeah. people be offended if they are. You, you don't need to be offended for them. But The thing that I put on the posters before we do, before we do a show is... Firstly, and most foremost, I'm not fucking gluing your ass to that seat. Mm. Okay, I am not stapling you with grits to that seat. So, and secondly, we always put, if you're easily offended, don't come. The same is as simple as that. If you don't like bad language, if you don't like adult humor, if you don't like all the shit and everything that goes with it, stay away. Don't call me a twat once I've pissed you off, like, or throw <laughs> shit at me. And because um, I can, I fucking love all that anyway. It just makes me want to do it even more, like. And um, yeah, it's just don't do it. You know yeah. what type of thing it is. People know what a Chubby Brown show is before they even go. Yeah, that was and the they thing. come out. Like, oh, he offended me. Offended me. Fuck off. You knew what it was well, like. Just it's like those people who watched the Frankie Boyle TV show and then complained about it. And it's like, well, if you're watching Frankie Boyle, you know what you're going to get. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you you know what he's going to say. He's mm. gonna he's gonna be offensive. So at some point you are cringeworthy, and at some point it's oh, he's God, gonna yeah. let he's gonna let fly and it's gonna um yeah, the shit's good. gonna hit the fan. Um yeah. what's um have you had any like people give you any good heckles when you've been on stage? Um oh good heckles. A couple of them I said, Oh when, when's the oh, shit ones like when's the um which weren't really the question you asked actually was <laughs> Um, uh, when's the comic coming on? I said, oh, after you fuck up and <clears throat> shit like that. Um, good heckles. Oh, you got me in a... I'll it, come back to that. No, no, it's, it, 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 it's difficult, no, because like, like you get wherever all comedy shows, like you'll get hecklers who, who think they're funnier than the comic. Oh, I done, especially I when they've had a couple of beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I done, oh, this classic. I done one in the, um, in the local pub. I live in, um, in the village where I live, and uh, I'm not going to say the uh, name of the the act, but um, everyone who's at that show, right, will 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 know this. I went to the toilet, and of course, the comedian or the band, whatever they had, was always in a corner of the bar, so you had to walk past where she was, comedian yeah. or whatever you want to call it, fucking woman. I didn't. She wasn't funny at all, anyway, but she's quite <laughs> famous anyway. So anyway, she started giving me all nonsense that I was going to toilet. So, and my mate Gareth, who was behind me, was like, "Oh my God, yes, he's he's going to let fly now." Because I stopped and I just took it all in, and I thought, right, mm. let it have a moment. I'll go for the slash. I'll come back and I'll just fucking rip at a new asshole. <laughs> and then when she came back, then I was walking back to my seat, and then she started again and again and again and again. So I just hit her with. I can't remember what I said now because it was so long ago. I hit her with about 10, 15 one-liners, right? And she fucking ran off the stage crying. 
And all her, um, she ran out into the car park and I grabbed over the microphone, done 45 minutes off the top of my head, and a barman gave me the money. <laughs> <laughs> Another one I done in, in a club over the thing, it was New Year's Eve, and the band didn't turn up. We'd been on it all day. We was owling. So mm -hmm. the fellow who, who ran the ran the club, he said, oh, Baz, just do us half. I want to bang you a couple of quid. Of course, I went up there. I'd been on a bow all day. It was absolutely smashed. And I fell off the stage. And people thought that that was part of it. I nearly broke my fucking collarbone. I was in, I, <laughs> but they were all fucking pissing themselves laughing because they thought that that was part of what I do. I was like, yeah. no, I'm smashed. <laughs> that, that weren't no, supposed to happen. Fell over. <laughs> yeah, it was mad. Some good stuff like that, yeah. But um, I'm not sure. But people sort of shout and stuff. They don't. Yeah, they know it again, but I think they must they, that they're afraid of uh, sort of the reaction that they could possibly yeah. get. Well, I did is... follow one woman into the toilet before. All right. Because I had a because I had a cordless mic, and I could see that she wanted to walk past me, but she wouldn't, so she went the other way. And as I heard the cubicle door go, I sort of met her in there, <laughs> and then I'm talking to her through the door. Then this cordless mic shoved the <laughs> microphone under the door, so everyone could hear her having a piss. I was all right. But... Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you get it all with Baza. You get it all. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> the um, do you know what? Like over the years, like I've seen a couple, like more than a couple of comics, and some of the best comics for, particularly for dealing with like hecklers and stuff, are the yeah. ones who I've seen doing like private dinners and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, like yeah, I went yeah, to a couple yeah. of cricket club dinners. And they were they were so sharp, like so quick. And if and you've got to be because these rugby clubs, they they yeah, fall they're up. Pissed so, yeah, so on, up. they've been on it all day, and they just see someone famous in front of them, and they and they think, right, I I just got to. Yeah, but they are quick. They're witty. They're sharp, and and they've learned to be like that as well. And yeah, um, you got them. You look at them, um, ex rugby players who make a fortune. You have one good couple of games for your country or your club or especially the the lions you have one good um tour for them and you're made for life john ben yeah. he's done now he had a 97 tour where he was awesome rugby club dinners he'd done all around june and everything and uh, paul wallace was the same we had him down penalta um yeah where matthew tucker thought with thought it was funny and then he could scrum him all over his front room smash your house up but uh <laughs> that's what you do <laughs> his life went to impress <laughs> Yeah, the thing is, like, um, like I think what people sometimes don't realise, like for people, like the like professional stand-ups, particularly the ones who are like early, early into it, who don't, um, who are not like writing for TV and stuff like this or TV shows, and that, they don't realise that to make money from it, they've got to go and do like, uh, like work parties and after, oh, you've got to go and do all stuff. the, you've got to really, uh, just go and do shows, and and also it's, it's, yeah. They need it to practice as well. Yeah, of course they do. There's, there's Jim, no better thing, is there, than doing it in front of people. Jim Davidson started, stood on a chair in the middle of a pub on Christmas mm. Day. And he just, he didn't want to do it, he said, but that's the only way where he knew there would be a crowd in his yeah. local pub where his, where his, his dad was having a pint. Like, and um, he just got up, racked off a few jokes, took off for him and off for him and a lot of people don't like him to me the low, the the newish comedians now they all try and be very similar to lee evans um because yeah. when you get one good one then they all try and copy and if you've got one person that can be himself and take take that to a new level which he has 
it's pointless copying them because you'll never get them the way they are. And it's, it's quite a lot of them about who try and do what other people do. And they try well, yeah, and be who they are through themselves. Yeah, you had, <clears throat> like you, you had a lot. There was a couple of years ago, there was a lot like they're all very similar to Jimmy Carr, like trying to be yeah, yeah. like that, that well spoken kind of middle class, uh, you know, comedian who's, who's kind of smart and, and does yeah. it that way. But people and don't realize, yeah. see, these comedians, Jimmy Carr is fucking super intelligent, man. Yeah. Really, really, uh, not as brainy as me, like, but, uh, no, he is it's super he, and and they've <laughs> and they've all got you know proper good educations behind them yeah you know just because you can talk shit it doesn't mean you're dull like it just means you've got another string your bow and people um i have people are jealous of it to be honest with you who can make people laugh that's the best that's the gift that my father said i was given he said you've got a gift to make people laugh Pele had a gift to play football i can make people laugh and save people's lives and that's the end of it. <laughs> well, that's it, isn't it? But like, <clears throat> the thing is, I think, um, like, people don't realise as well. Like, I always think, like, how do the how do comedians remember like a whole hour and a bit set? Because, mm. like, I've done like one or two, uh, particularly at the start. I did a couple of podcasts where it was just me speaking into a camera, yeah. and like, it is hard because it's just you talking. You got no one to oh, bounce off, it no one, no one yeah, to have yeah, conversation yeah, yeah. with. So it's quite intense like uh, and it's got to be difficult especially early uh, on when you first start out and the, and the thing is if if you play sort of in a band and you make a mistake and the, another band member or an instrument can like sort of um hide it, it like yeah you it's exactly the same as what you do you drop a bollock on the stage or what you're doing there and you are on your own and everybody notices it like yeah and it's it's how you bounce back from that it's Sometimes you think, oh, my God, will you just swallow me up? Or you might say, right, fuck it. I've made a mistake. You know, I've said it and I've owned up. I go, I'm not human. Yeah, that way meant to go like, ah, fuck it, let's move on. And we'll yeah. just crack on. But it was hard for me because the shows that I were doing were all pretty local. So mm. I was tending to have more or less. I do a pub up a road and I do a rugby club down the road. And then I do it. So you, you, your audience is more or less the same people, give or yeah, take yeah. a few. Um, but if you've got a, a wider spectrum and then obviously you can keep the same act because you, you're delivering it to different people all the time. Like, mm. But I was finding it quite hard. I'd be practicing in front of the mirror. I'd be doing, you know, just to get the timing sort of right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause you could feel one day you'd have a good and then you feel good and everything would come back to you and you're talking rubbish and it's just all rolling off your tongue. And then you do like an hour and 20 minutes. And then the next thing you're nervous and you've got a shit crowd in front of you and your same act lasts about half an hour. Yeah. So it's Can just, I can't wait to get off <laughs> it's, it's a mad one isn't it yeah so um mm. just before we move off uh like comedy and stuff mm. what um to you mentioned to me the other day you fancy you might have one more show in you do you reckon that you reckon you're gonna do that we well, took a kid's cup i know alan had been on to me but he said i oh, don't do i don't do i said um we took a kid's to pantomime a couple of years ago in blackwood miners institute Mm. Now, I've been there to watch the um, Friday Night Stewed comedies, and they're underneath the bottom part. <clears throat> okay. But um, the main theatre where they do the pantomimes, I looked at it, and I said to my said to my missus, I said, I could, I want to do it, yeah? Because I said, I think I could fill it. And um, she went, how many people do I? I said, I don't know how many people. I'm going to go around and count the seats. But I said, there's, there's quite a few in, yeah? And I said, 
the way that it's situated, you know, it's all on a nice angle. You've got a big stage. You've got like they used to call them the ashtrays, didn't they? Up in the yeah, yeah, up in the, the the boxes up on the top, like and yeah, that's something I'd love to do or something or a place similar to that. Mm. But I would, uh, yeah, I'd love to give out a blast. Just one last one, and then say thank you very much. Hang a mic up, and I'll be the end of it. So is that Go just because, with a bang? Yeah, is that just because of like like family commitments and time and yeah, and it's time just that, really? and yeah, just I'd like, love to be, I'd love to be out every weekend doing it. I'd love to, but the thing is, when you do stuff like this, people offer you drinks. Yeah, yeah, and you know what happens then? Yeah, that's people, it, you got you got a free bar. There's people buying you pints. Oh God, you know yourself till Wednesday, and then you've got another one coming up on the Saturday. Just ruined <laughs> yeah do you know what i think people people forget as well is like for like sports stars you know film stars tv stars whatever comics stand-up comics anyone who bands anyone who's like on tour or playing like matches away oh yeah twice just... a week it's your your missus who's left at home with the kids having yeah. to hold down for and do everything and i think people forget that how much time people spend away from home and like she, say, say, she say, does that anyway, even if yeah. <laughs> even if I didn't get you to fuck all in the house anyway. But you know what I mean? Like oh, if you yeah, go if yeah, you yeah, go into yeah, comedy like Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, like yeah, yeah. that's a whole weekend gone, isn't it? With the kids it and that. Yeah. Um and when they're young, it's obviously a time you're not gonna get back either. Oh yeah, God, yeah. I uh, mm. I realised that more than most, like my kids, like my youngest is just about to go up to high school now in September. And that's they're all teen like the other two are teenagers and it's just like yeah. you'd look back and all the time and like for me like i think about the time like wasted on like just not doing stuff or not going somewhere yeah. or, or like petty squabbles or whatever it may be and it's just yeah. like you ain't getting that time back but it happens it happens doesn't it? And that's, yeah, that's the way life, it is it? Like, yeah so um like you're a big mma fan but yeah. um before we talk about a bit of MMA generally, um, I was going to say you've been, you've done some. You're a you're a medic and you do first aid training and and all this. You've done um, some some MMA shows as a medic as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know, around around. Is that mainly in Wales or around the UK yeah, generally? Yeah, started off um, with Denzel Lawrence. We done the um, <clears throat> the white collar boxing in Cardiff. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was a like an introducer sort of thing when I started off with um, doing that sort of stuff. Yeah, you work with uh, paramedics, doctors and everything, um, get the experience in, brilliant. Um, then we was doing stuff like horse riding events, which I thought, oh, but one of the best things I've ever done, brilliant. The horse riding events are, are awesome. Um, and then we got offered to do um, Cage Warriors in Newport. Um, nice. And I like thought, to be honest with you, I'd heard of, and I'd watched a bit of it because when I grew up, it was all Matt Hughes, Chuck Liddell, Randy Cattall, all yeah, that sort of stuff. Um, but actually, so I'd never seen one live. So I thought, yeah, I might as well take it, do it, go down, have a look with the job. And uh, just blew me away. Absolutely blew me away. He was backstage doing the pre fight meds, um, seeing how fit these boys were. You know, like you say cage fight into someone and they go, Oh, it's like really barbaric and, and stuff. Yeah. But the, these uh, these people, boy, men and women, they are up they are 
proper athletes like. oh, yeah. and any anyone who makes our walk into the cage wherever they are amateur event pro event cage warriors ufc got got my complete bargain because i always say i am just glad i'm that side you can hear the slaps going in you can hear them oh, yeah. it's just that the what the one when i realized how fit they actually were there was a there was a boy he was warming up and it was my very first one i see his name was carl swabby i don't know if you've heard of him yeah he was um he's like a big uh kickboxer sort of karate Mm. guy he was like he was putting his feet where i can't put my hands (laughs) and i was like and he just got in and seen him a couple of times on a bounce i don't know whether he'd gone off the scene a little bit now but Mm. uh He's uh, there's a lot of the amateur ones which I recognized obviously before the pro ones. You know, Jack was also always a massive name when we started. It was his debut in Cage Warriors. Um, you know, uh, yeah, it just built up from that. And as you can see, with uh, I got Sledge's top on, I've uh, through the cheek and the power of Facebook, I managed to collect quite a few of the, the professionals and the amateurs walkout tops, mind that we've uh, that we have so um. When they walk out and say, I'm going to spare one of them, and they uh, either post it to me or they, uh, yeah. <laughs> or they just get one out there by. Yeah, yeah. So you got quite the collection of them then, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I got a couple. Well, I brought a couple down if I can just. Uh, yeah, go on. Yeah, look. Can you see any of them? Yeah, you can see. You can't go a bit closer and you'll see, uh, see the names uh, we've and got, that. Uh, we got good, good, good. Yeah, this is good for the audio oh, uh, listeners, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got um another boy become really friendly with Michael Corston, probably got Mason Jones, Ross Houston, Josh Abraham, Phil Well sent me as is the cage audience one. That was the first one that I had from Denzel's event. Obviously gotta put that one in. That was the last uh, one I done for the Interclub with sure with Shakey's on. Jordan and then there's the other one there for Ross Houston. That was a night of champions I was up in London. Nice. Um Porf Cricket Club, the mighty Porf, where Dr. Gilchrist is behind the stumps, just about. And this is the first one I had when um, from doing the uh, amateur, let me get back on to doing the amateur strike and submit event. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow, and nails with um, Frango, Richard Williams, uh, Kevin Cox, his brother Robert. And um, yeah, Robert got up a shout out anyway because I couldn't drive the one time. And he came from Camarvan all the way up here to pick me up and drop me on. Brilliant. Yeah, and you go. Awesome. So, like, obviously, like, I was going to say, like, guys, like, um, who you saw, you know, like, when they were perhaps a bit younger or, like, at the in cage was like, Jack Shaw, obviously, he's in the UFC yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, he's really, really highly thought of uh, Jack by, by well, the his, UFC. His fan, his, fan, his fan base have just escalated from being... You know, he was always popular when it when it was his first, when it was his um Cage Warriors debut with Newport Cage Warriors seventy six, mm. I think it was. And he fought a young French boy. Um mm. but he just and I and I will be honest with you now, just but not because I know him, um, just because I can't in Cage Warriors it was everyone said that Ekin Deo was gonna beat him, he'd be too strong and all that he just schooled him. Um people were saying that um, Scott Malone would be the next one that would be able to uh, he, all right, he clipped him, but couldn't get it. The other, the other rounds and the other clinches and stuff they had. He just, um, at the moment, his UFC debut um, was awesome. He was uh, incredible. Um, 
personally, I think he's going. I think he'll go all the way and win the belt. I on, I honestly do. I think he's going to be a McGregor in the um, and it'll be great, obviously, because it's Welsh MMA and we are we're familiar with with him and who he is and what he's about and most down to earth person. Oh uh, yeah. You know, when Scott I, Malone um, was trying to give it a big and in Caffini Castle, it wasn't so much a big and. Jack just said, right, wait till fight now. We thought, you know, Conor McGregor, we'd be watching it all this shit. But Jack's nothing like that. And you don't need to be. It sells, it sells tickets. I personally like McGregor. I know there's a lot of people that don't. But, um, <clears throat> you know, he's, if if we are perfectly honest, and he has put MMA on the map for youngsters to want to give it a crack because of the yeah. way he is. <clears throat> yeah, I personally think it. Not so much the personal stuff with Khabib's family and everything, but um, yeah, you know course. the other, the other stuff that you know the winding up and uh, it, it sells, it sells tickets, and that's what well, people want to see. Not just that, but if you look in the build-up to the Aldo fight, where yeah, everyone yeah. said Aldo was, you know, he was unbeatable. No one was he'd been just on this winning tear for years, and yeah. McGregor got inside his head, and. Oh, he, he literally was, he he got inside broken. his head so he much. Broken, he was broken before, before the fight he got started. Of course he and was. he made it he made that error, which McGregor had predicted that he was gonna make. He'd said before the fight, he's gonna do yeah. this and yeah. I'm gonna do this. And he did it and like like a charm. Like obviously, like you say, he's you know, similar stuff over the last couple of years, maybe he's gone over the line a bit. But he yeah. also, I think, he changed the game for for fighters as a whole in terms of getting paid what they deserve. Because yeah. I've spoken to, I when I spoke to Paddy uh, Pimblett, and I think I mentioned it with Jack and um, some of the other boys we had on, uh, Brett uh, Johns as well. Mm-hmm. It's like when you compare what boxers get paid, like the lower end boxers, and then you compare it to what some of the guys say, and even in the UFC get paid. Yeah, it's not comparable. And like Paddy said, you know, basically, like every time someone steps inside a cage, they put their life on the line. Oh, of course they do. Yeah, you know, all sorts of stuff could go wrong, so they should get when you when you you know when you're fighting for a, a big company, whether it's a Cage Warriors, a UFC, a Bellator, you should get paid accordingly. Of course um, you should. And I think Conor McGregor improved that for everyone. Yeah, and that and that was a good thing where you've got to take it out of to, to Jack's dad, Shaky, where he encouraged him because at the time I think he wanted to drop out of uni and just concentrate full time on his uh, on his career. Yeah, but that's exactly what you said. Then he said, look. It's a short game. It can be a short game. Um, but you've got to have something to fall back on. And if you can, look at Nathan Cleverly with his maths yeah. and stuff. He's, you know, they, unbelievable, isn't it? Very intelligent. Uh, yeah, and people and, write and great. people write Nathan off because he's a boxer. People think he's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, he's a really, really intelligent guy. Like, just going back to something you said. You said about like Jack being so down to earth. I um, I tweeted Jack and I said, "You come on the show." Not even I didn't even expect a reply because, like you know, he's in the UFC. He's got a big following. He came yeah. back to me pretty quick, and he was like, "Yeah, let's do it." And he come on, and I had so many questions sent in for him that we we couldn't get through them because obviously he was training and stuff. Yeah, so we only had a certain amount of time. And he said, like straight away that day, he said, "Look, I'll come back and we'll we'll do the rest." Yeah, Just... he done the um, he done the <clears throat> he was warming up the boys and the girls for um. The show in the club on uh, it was actually on my son's birthday. And I just sent oh, him. I good. said, "Oh, Jack, quickly send my boy a, a quick message. Stop what he was doing. 
exactly. Yeah, sent it through. I sent it, and he he was absolutely bouncing when I got home. He was um. Oh, if you Google everything right about Jack Shaw, I know we're going on about him in a little bit. No, but yeah. There's only two people right that know that Jack Shaw has got one defeat on his record. Who's that? And that on? is, and that is Jack and myself. Because after we done the um. <laughs> After we did the um, interclub, we was having a bit of uh, a bit of banter in uh, in shaky gym, and Jack said, "Oh, I lock up," and I was getting my stuff ready, and I was in the cage just cleaning up, and um, he said, "Oh, you fancy?" I said, "Come on, let's get in." Yeah, so we um, and I've always been told if Jack gets you on the floor, you put you in this like knot, and he put you in this. So I'm on the floor now, right? My head is up my ass, my uh, <laughs> my one leg is round the back, my arm is round the front, and I could just open one eye quickly, and I seen a pair of bollocks dangling. <laughs> so I thought, if I give him a bite now, he's going to let me go. So oof, I bit down on him straight away. And then and next thing I know, he tapped out. So that is his only thing. And the thing that I will tell everyone listening now when this goes out, it's amazing the strength you get when you bite your own bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> so he got one defeat on his record and that's from me and he won't mind me saying that. There you go. You have on a, you should have on a t-shirt, see? Yeah. So, um, like, like we've like just the names we've mentioned there, like, but like Welsh combat sport as a whole at the at the moment is really exciting because you've got oh, yeah, like you've got it's like only Jack. Get yeah, yeah. Go on, sorry. I was just gonna say you've got like Jack Shaw, you've got um Brett Johns, uh, you've got John Phillips, you've got Oban. Yeah. Even so then... much as you, even so much as outside UFC now without yeah, mentioning. yeah. Marshman, you've got Oban Elliott, he's coming through undefeated. Um, you've got Mason Jones is on a massive tear now. You've got Desi's on his way back now. He's coming, he's got a big fight coming up in London now. There's all these. Um, Aaron Khaled, I think, has still got a lot to a um, good friend of mine, Ross Houston. He's gone, um, just signed recently for Bellator now. Um, it's, I know he's not Welsh, but um, he's it's just gonna get better and better and better. And some of the youngsters that they've got coming through on these amateur shows. It just just goes to show that the coaching and the discipline that these youngsters have got to um to to want to do and, and be where they want to be and aspire to be the next Jack Shaw, the next Jack Marshman, the next John Phillips, Open Elliot, the next, it, it's just unbelievable. And and I yeah. think, and I I think we got we are going to see. And what Lewis Smith said the other day. Um, he asked the question. We we've we've got to see a UFC event in Wales soon. We have to. And yeah, I, and well, I hopefully. Like yeah, well, I said it'd be you versus Jack Shaw, the rematch, isn't it? Oh well, play see them bollocks again. He got no chance. <laughs> <laughs> they um, but you know what? I think if like if Jack keeps going the way he's going, he's obviously got a fight now in twenty first of March in London. Yeah, I don't know a lot um, about his opponent, uh, Defreitas, no. is it, or something? Yeah, Defreitas. I think if yeah. if he can win a couple more fights, because they they think so much of him, that I wouldn't be surprised to see him put a, an event on in Cardiff. Um, yeah. Because the thing is, they could put an event on in Cardiff. You could have Jack Shaw main event for a, for a number one in, contender or whatever. Got to put him in the mix. And then you've got, like, 
you got like John Phillips, you got Brett Johns, you can all come on the show. Brett might get booed in uh, in Swans in Cardiff, he won't mind me saying that. Ah, he'd be all right, he'd be all right. <laughs> There'd be a little um, get big out of security, and he'd be all right. Yeah, well, that's right. They, um, there's a good chance, mate, if uh, if Jack can string together a couple of wins now that he might cross paths with Nathaniel Wood. I think I'll be a barn burner, I do. Oh, that'll yeah. be a that'll be a boot. But yeah, again, Nathaniel Wood was fights. unlucky the other day. He was, uh, he, um, he made an error. And yeah. he just he, I think on a if he fought the same guy nine times out of ten, Dodson won. I think nine yeah. times out of ten he'd probably beat him. Um, he just made an error. The, and... the thing that's great about MMA is such an unpredictable sport. You can yeah. see, you can see, you can see it. two people, and then uh, like me and my buddy, we went to cage warriors, and um, we was sat there, and when they were coming in, I said, right, who's going to win this one? Him or him or we was always picking the wrong one because it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what they look like. It's just, yeah. you know, you, you can't choose because there's so many. It can start only one way on the oh, feet, yeah. but it can finish hundreds of ways. And and that's the beauty of the sport. And I think that's why it's growing so big and that's why it's massive. And it's, and it's, it's only going to get bigger and it is only going to get bigger. And in Wales, yeah. it's only a matter of time. And Lewis Smith, keep going to get that event in Wales, huh? It will happen. It yeah, is going to happen, man. definitely. And I don't think we'd be able to do it in like the ice arena or anything. It's going to have to be Cardiff City Stadium, Millennium Stadium. Yeah, um, that's it, it's, it? it's going to it's going to have to be. It's um, and the thing is now you see like like when I was growing up, the only kind of combat sports places to go for kids was like you'd have a couple <clears> of karate, karate places. Yeah, yeah, and you'd have it. like the odd boxing gym down in Barry or somewhere. Um, but they wouldn't anywhere else. But like now you've got like MMA gyms, jiu-jitsu oh, gyms, everywhere. Yeah. And like, like you say, like uh, Jack's old man's got that, that beautiful place. Uh, the MMA place up in... Um, yeah, have you been in there? In the, I haven't. Um, I've seen the pictures and I've oh. like, spoken to people. Well, where, let me tell you now, the pictures, the pictures don't do it any justice. It's a fabulous facility. It's what yeah. you need doing is facilities like yeah. that in Wales for kids to go to, because like I let like I say my kids, two of my kids are t- teenagers now, my other ones getting there. It's like mm-hmm. if they were little now, I'd be, you know, I'd get them to go and do jujitsu yeah, yeah. and, and MMA training and stuff like that. But it wasn't even around <clears throat> maybe like ten yeah. years ago, like it is but now. Even the ones like. When we do um, the strike and submit and add down nails. Oh, another one. Quick shout out. Reese Hughes got a amateur title fight coming up now on the 28th in Eberville. Um, oh, that's um, Oban's head in our one as well. Yeah. Um, Grasshopper, Jason Jenkins. Up. And uh, Jason Jenkins is on our card as well. It's going to be a... That's going to be another ripper of a card. And people think the academy... I've seen a lot of the best fights... On those academy cards, yeah, those and academy cards are not... wicked. It's, I think it's such oh. a shame that they don't put it on TV. See, even yeah, if they put exactly. it on streaming, when uh, like BT app or something. Oban and um, Josh Hudson's fight that that would have been worthy of a main card on any on any uh, on any promotion. I think just, uh, um, I think Oban will be in the UFC. I do by the end of this year. I think yeah, um, he's got an, um, I I like him. I like the way he conducts himself. I like the way yeah. he got that sorted. He got that chail standing about him, haven't he? And, yeah, he's uh, got a gift to the gab, hasn't he? Yeah, and yeah, he's he. He's another one. He's another one. Don't want to use right? a cliche of what 
Conor McGregor said, but he, he backs it up what he says. Yeah. And, uh, oh yeah. He, uh, but he's another one. See, he come on, come on the show like straight away. Nice, you know, what, yeah. just down to earth, top man. Like, and I had, a, I had a really good like chat with him, and I, I had a right laugh. And like, he's another one like so down to earth, but like he knows, he knows the talent he's got, and he, yeah, he knows yeah, yeah. what he's got, he knows what his goals are. And he knows where he wants to get to, and he knows what he's got to do yeah. to get there. And then exactly. it's so exciting just watching these guys like coming up because you can see if everything goes to plan and they stay injury free, you could end up with like a couple of that's few a, well, few Welsh a, champions, couldn't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. That's a massive. That's a massive point you made. It's like injury free. Yeah, is something that um, when you get smashed in the head for a living, there's always a risk that you're going to pick yeah. up injuries. And the thing is, what people, what we what people forget about is obviously with MMA you've got all the injuries you can pick up from jujitsu and all these various. But that's things. when doc that's when doctors come in and see. Yeah, I say when the when the doctor's gotta get his magic hands yeah. working. But also it's like Especially when you especially when you're lying underneath Greg Carlo's heavy top game as well. I had to get that one in. <laughs> the thing is as well, like because we know like that little bit more about concussions and stuff and CTE than we yeah. did. 10 years ago you'd like to think that combat sports generally are a bit better at protecting the fighters from from themselves as well but yeah, then exactly you say that That's what... I, I watched the tyson fury versus wilder fight on uh saturday and i gotta say i thought they could have stopped it about a round earlier <clears throat> um he got wild, uh, wilder he got for the last couple of rounds he was just getting smashed in the head and the body and i was just oh. thinking does he need to keep taking these hits where he's not pretend he's not protecting himself? I know they want to give him every chance to, yeah. you know, to win, and he's got the power to end it with one punch. But like getting smashed around the head and the body by heavyweight when you're not defending yourself, I don't mm. think that's a good idea. Like, but no, yeah, I, my, I, I personally haven't seen the fight. I'm not. I used to be a bit of a bit of a big boxing fan, like when uh, obviously Ricky Atten I was about, but uh, since. The emergence of MMA. I don't. I don't tend to watch boxing an awful lot now. I used to follow all the cleverly's fights and stuff. Joe Calzaghe obviously was the the one when I was growing up as well. And um, it was all. They keep putting them on these uh, silly times to. Uh, well, that's with the, American, the Americans. With the, yeah. yeah. I gotta say, like, <clears throat> if there, uh, there's like, there's a few boxers who I'll watch their fights and I'll follow. Like, I I would watch Cody. Davis and I, he's a yeah, Welsh yeah, guy, yeah. And, but like I can't. Yeah, cool. He was unlucky the day when he. Yeah, yeah I thought um, so. Uh, people yeah, so people were saying fight. that um, people were saying that he stepped. Did he step up a weight or something? No, he went. He went um, down, and um, I think oh, like, down or up. I can't. I forget. But um, <clears throat> I think like down or up. Yeah, I think. As I said, as I said, when he was on about ankles. And he said, um, someone shouted something to me, and I said, you wouldn't know which way a lift was going if you had two fucking gases. <laughs> and they were like, they, they were just looking at me. And then one thing I use then is, um, <clears throat> anyone got a pen and paper to, uh, you know, just explain it to him? So you're basically yeah. announcing that they're the thick fucker. Like, <laughs> but go on. <clears throat> sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, no, I, know right. his, um, I know his grandfather very well from my time up in the, uh, in the leisure centre. Mike, all right, Mike the bike. He's... Mm -hmm. uh, the fittest, but you won't mind me saying this. He's in his, he's, I think he's over in the seventies. He is super, super, super fit. Swimming, bike, running, <clears throat> the lot. Oh, 
can't but he still it. mixes it with the swig, see, so mm. it can be done, people. Can be done. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <coughs> um, so just to finish off, I was going to ask you a, a, an MMA-related question. Uh, John right. Jones, do you reckon he's the greatest of all time or not? Oof. It's he tricky. Got he got a defeat, didn't he? Yeah, he but it's a, it's a, he got defeated for, um, by disqualification. He got disqualified for, I think it was eye poking. Yeah. And it's oh. like, and he was winning the fight. Oh, I, thought he was, um, I thought he was hoovering stuff off the map. But, uh, uh, um, yes. um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he got to be definitely up there. <clears throat> If you take out everything, that, everything out of the cage, and you yeah. just look at his his fights and his fighting career, I think that you can't find many better. Um, and he's got everything to go with it. He can do everything. Yeah, yeah. But but it's difficult, isn't it, to just completely forget. Same with the Conor McGregor. You, as much as you want to look at it from just a purely sporting point of view, yeah. it's difficult to ignore. All the stuff everything else that's gone around the cage, and, right? and all the stigma that's attached to him. Yeah, I, Kevin Cox is undefeated, man. Is he? Yeah, from Carmarthen. There you go. He's the boy, three and oh. So it's either John Jones or him. Kevin for me. Cox. Yeah, yeah. seems seems yeah, about right. Beast mode. No yeah. comparison. And he is. Um, go on. Oh. Another one, quickly, excellent work that he's doing with um, Carl Rose and the charity work for Cranial Ribbons that they're all um, raising money for. For one, he won't mind me saying, for one of uh, Kevin's children who's been poorly lately, but back on the men now, which is awesome to see. Good stuff. Um, right then, Barry, uh, let me think, is there anything else I want to I wanna, I wanna grill you on? Um, <laughs> If you could pick one uh, one Welsh fighter from MMA who you think is going to go all the way, I think I know the answer, but if you think who's going to be a champion, who would it be? Um, I, the obvious answer is the tank, isn't it? But yeah. if, we, if we look um, elsewhere, there's a lot, a lot of youngsters coming through. And, and I mean a hell of a lot. If people are unfamiliar with the Welsh amateur MMA scene, get yourself clued up on it, or even better still, because I said to my mate, once you go to one event, it doesn't have to be cage warriors, it can be like a strike and submit, it can be an interclub, it can be any. You will see talent coming through. Jack is top end of the scale, as we know. Mm. Um, I Mason Mason's looking... Sharp when he took out Desme, I thought because he's a he's a, a tough nut. Uh, Donovan Desme, mm. um, Oban again. We've spoken about yeah. him. He's he's up there. He's gonna Jordan, he's gonna make a then? serious name for himself. Jordan Peak. That's the he's one. I remember his um, name, Jordan Peak. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he was supposed to be fighting Ben Ellis on the twenty um, eighth on the Ebervale Academy card. I'm not sure. Yeah, have he pulled? Has he pulled out through injury? I don't know. I'm but I'm sure, sure. I've seen an advert there that Ben Ellis needs an opponent, so I'm a bit heavy for him at the moment, and I'm a bit well. messing him back on the treadmill. He's uh, but yeah, the amateur. The, the best advice I can give to anyone is get to a show. Um, go I remember him. my missus said to me before is um, even when I don't work on them, I still pay to go and watch them. So like yeah. Cage Warriors in Cardiff for like sixty-five pounds for a VIP ticket, 
Um, it's not that bad, is it, at all, really? No, 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 no. But when you when you break it down and explain it, you go and watch Wales play rugby for 80 minutes. It's nearly 100 quid. And you're paying £65 for, like, starts at half past four and finishes, like, 12 o'clock in the night. So what would you, you get for the VIP, VIP ticket, then? Cold. Because hmm. uh, you're actually on the ice and with a with man. Ah, yeah, it's brilliant. Because you, you see all the fighters walking past. So you interact with them, man. I was... Um, yeah, we've had me when I when we went with people from work, I was introducing people. They had photos with uh, Molly McCann, Paddy Pimlet. They had photos with Dean Truman when he was champion with his belt. Um, all and, and that is the beauty you get to see them walking around before they compete. You can go right by where they come out then to make a ring walk. Yeah, you can actually you are allocated seats, like, but there is flexibility for you to um shake i am saying this but there is flexibility for you to walk mm-hmm. around and move about a little bit you can stand yeah. up by the bar if you want to it's up to you it's an all-round great atmosphere like and you might get on telly that's it which you know i what? have quite a few times i was gonna say have you been on tv the mm-hmm. um, the frustrating thing is yeah yeah, um, yeah you know like the cage warriors academy show uh in abervale now in a couple of weeks uh which oban's fighting on I find it it's really frustrating to me that that's not available to watch like via yeah, streaming. It should be, no, and, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, like, even BT, if have, got, BT have got a deal, haven't they, with Cage Warriors? So like, yeah. even if they just put it on the BT app and didn't put it on the yeah. main channel, I just say, or even if Cage Warriors like streamed there on their website or something. Cage Warriors need an app. Yeah, they do. Yeah, just they, well, need, get them. I got the UFC's app. app. UFC Fight Pass. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, they should do a deal with Cage Warriors together because they like. I think there's a a market for people to watch, like that that card in Ebervale is a really good card. Oh, it's superb, superb, and it's, like, and it's not not just based purely on on like a lot of it is Welsh MMA, but there's there's a lot of um there's a lot of good. Fights that are going to be on here. Um, uh, Michael Corston will be down. He's gone into rugby now. Which might get onto the coach. I want to come up and present you with your jerseys before your big game. Um, yeah, he was a ex training partner with Oban. Um, oh, what's his name? Chris Sterling. Mm. He's a, he's another one from over that way. He's he's another flyer. He's on a ripper of a tail leg. Um, he's. He's another one that could make a massive impact. And I've seen him a lot. Of, he's done a lot of competing in Wales. And, you know, these boys, they're not, af- and girls, obviously, they're not afraid to come over. One thing that I found funny when we just uh, quickly with the cage warriors, it was when we had the snow and uh, we made our way down there. And I had a spare ticket because my buddy couldn't. And um, this young girl phoned me up. She had, because I put it on Facebook, anyone want a ticket because I didn't want to lose the money. And, mm. um, I said, yeah, I'll meet you outside. I'll you know, sort out the ticket. It was Corey McKenna. Mm-hmm. So she was sat next to me, and uh, she was uh, talking to me. I said, all right, well, what do you do? And she went, oh, I'm a, I'm a fighter. I was like, no, you're not. Next thing you know, then she's headlining the, um, either the amateur or starting off the pro card on the next <laughs> event. <laughs> so uh, that was just something that was surreal and crazy. Like, And, yeah, but um, it's brilliant. The people who meet through sport and the people who meet through – Doing especially, I'm very, very fortunate, like yourself. I'm fortunate to do something that I absolutely love, meet people that other people realize, and it's just 
Well, I said to Jake when I went when we done the interclub and I went to the toilet, he was like, Come on, Baz, come on, Baz. I said, You cannot start without my arse, Abdanas. Mm-hmm. I'm the most mm-hmm. person in this building. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about your UFCs. And <laughs> mm-hmm. um, super. Right. Barry, thank you for joining me, mate. Um, have you got a, like a Twitter or a Not Instagram a or anything like that? No, I just I don't bother with all that lot. No, I just great. Um, keep myself to myself. I have enough shit off the wife, so uh, <laughs> I don't need it off all angles from social media and the internet. Sorry, Kev, uh-huh. everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, guys, you can follow yeah, me, uh, follow us on Twitter at acecast underscore nation. Same on Instagram, facebook.com slash acecastnation. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash acepodcastnation. And uh, you can find the audio versions of all our shows at the usual podcasting and radio apps, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Spotify, hey, Stitcher, going funny? All us. <laughs> <laughs> Barry, thank you for joining Sorry, me, mate. Yeah, you're right, buddy. <laughs> Thank you for joining me, mate. I really appreciate it. And, Absolute uh, guys, pleasure. Absolute pleasure. And Thank uh, you. guys, Thank you for we'll having see you. Uh, Brilliant. No worries, Absolute mate. Pleasure. My pleasure. Thanks, yeah. everyone, for listening. Anyone I missed out, I do apologize. But, um, yeah, hopefully we can do this again sometime. Yeah, maybe. yeah. Do it. We'll do it again. Thanks, and, uh, guys, check out all the other episodes. And uh, we'll see you next time. Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.